Before we start the show, a big thank you to High Smile for sponsoring us today. Yes, thank you so much to High Smile. High Smile is an Australian-based oral care brand who provides a range of products aimed at improving the health and well-being of your smile without sacrificing your teeth. Their new PAP Plus range is clinically proven while it's also proudly peroxide, paraben, PEG and SLS free and has been formulated in-house at the Australian Research Center. And we've used uh, High Smile for a couple of years and we've tried their new stuff now. And as you can see, my teeth are really white. So David just uh, walked up to me the other week like... I'm drinking so much coffee. Do you think I need some like new uh, teeth whitening? I'm like, yeah. And then luckily they send us the new stuff and yeah. you've been walking around with this super cute. David wearing this, just coming in saying hi when I'm sitting down working. It's so cute. And you just pop it in your mouth. Uh, Jenny looks great and you have it in for 10 minutes. It tells you when to take it out and you get a bright white smile. And now you can get 30% off everything store-wide uh, with discount code MUSTARD. So 30% store-wide Use discount code MUSTARD. Just 30%. To, that's yeah, a really that's good really deal. that's really good. Go yeah. to highsmileteeth.com. Do it. Yeah, and links thank below. You, thank you so much to High Smile. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Monday morning. Monday morning when all the possibilities are possible. They sure are. We are back. David Mustard and... Jenny Mustard. And this is the Good Times Podcast. It's been a while. Yeah, uh, we've been on holiday mm. and we are back... Uh, Hard at work. Hard at work. Oh my god, I'm working so much now. It feels it feels like I'm almost back in Berlin times when <sighs> when when it was like twenty four seven all the time. Okay, there's one difference. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm work I'm working really hard, but back then, uh, like now, uh, most of the things I do, I control myself. Mm-hmm. I I control the podcast, the the new. You're uh, like a dictator. Yeah, yeah. The, the the new channel we have, uh, the the house tour channel. It's like I take care of that. Yeah. Uh, and in Berlin, it everything was like your channels, your your YouTube channel, yeah, your blog, yeah, yeah. your uh, and so the creative control was with you. Like are I want to do this. I don't want to do this. Are you saying that in our company that you have usurped me? Yes, exactly. No, no, but it's like so. Then David, I, the usurper. Th- then I had to check with you all the time. Yeah. So everything takes longer, and there's going to be a bu- bunch of more no's. Now I'm just asking myself. And before we had, you know, a couple of assistants in Berlin as well. So it was like, you know, more many more of people those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and now it's just like I'm just doing it my, by myself. Yeah. Of, and <laughs> But just like the, so we've been back from Sweden, like we went to Sweden for a couple of weeks and now we, we've been like working for two weeks, I think, since we came back, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And the energy in the, the apartment is just like... <laughs> energy in the building. It's so crazy. <laughs> David is jumping around like a little bunny with like way too much, like so much caffeine in your body. Like I can he- almost hear your heartbeat. That's how frenetic you are at the moment. And it's so weird because like ever since we got back, both you and me, we've been working like extremely hard. Yeah. Uh, like fun, but extremely hard. And it's so weird because like the way you work hard and the way I work hard is like the polar opposite because like you run around, you are on the phone, you're writing emails, you're doing two million things at once. And then you're like doing the laundry while yeah. you're on the phone. And it's just like, it's just all over the place. Yeah. And afterwards you're like, huh, you know? Yeah. 
you can't hardly even think yeah. like you just want to watch tv yeah but when i work really hard it's me alone in a quiet room for eight hours straight not yeah. talking to and anyone with my phone on silent i i think that's two totally different uh, ways of working yeah because like um the the thing i have most trouble with is you know sitting down and writing scripts or whatever where you need to focus yeah i can't I, 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 oh, maybe I have ADHD or ADD or something. You I don't. Definitely but don't. You but, definitely do not, but, 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 you know, like, I have a much harder uh, time focusing on one thing for yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah. And you can do that so well yeah. but you have a bigger problem with having several different tasks I mean, at the you same just, time when you brought up berlin and just like sitting around this desk in a in a big office you me an assistant and an intern and mm. everyone's like jenny what do we do with this and how should we do with this and what do we yeah. think of this just like how unhappy i was in that situation because yeah. i felt like i had no control over anything because i could never like focus on one thing yeah. at a time people are just pulling you in different directions yeah and if i was focusing on doing one thing i could still hear you guys talk and whatever yeah. it's like it does not work for me and i'm so happy that we have like you know we've been through the hellfire <laughs> we tried all these different <laughs> stuff and we know like what works for you and what works yeah. for me yeah definitely and uh, I, i'm so busy with the with the uh, house tours now um, i have done a couple by myself and it's 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 weird because there's so many steps to each one yeah because it's like first you you like might seem like oh i just go somewhere shoot a house and go home but it's like first i need to contact a first bunch of to, people you, first you need to find the yeah houses. first i need to, to research to find people to contact yeah. either people with their own homes or airbnbs or uh, you know, realtors, estate agents that that are selling houses, and then I need to co- contact all of these. And you know, it's like, you know, ninety percent are gonna say no, ten percent yes is really good. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. Uh, uh, do you I, feel do you feel a little bit gnarly doing that? Like, hi, can I come to your place? Do you feel like a peeping tom? Um, no. <laughs> not not until this no. moment. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But, um, but can it's I, like can so. I film so in your wardrobe? Af- after I, I've contacted them and everything, then it's like okay, now I have to set up a time for for me to go there. And before I go there, uh, I, I need to write a whole. I, I, I write the script uh, beforehand instead of uh, the you know many home tours is you know a camera following someone around and they're pointing to everything. Uh, that's generally how you do it yeah it's much easier uh but, but it's harder at the time like we we've, we've done that when i just come to a place and we shoot me reacting to the the space without mm. a script and it's like it's so exhausting that you have to like react and come up with interesting things to say unplanned yes and and therefore those videos i'm not saying they're bad hey it's it's no, <laughs> not, not your videos, hey you. I'm, I'm saying in general videos of of uh home tours uh are you know they someone they're comes into to a kitchen and be, yeah. and are like yeah so we have some forks and knives here yeah, yeah. as you can see no, you but know there's there's not that much to say about it's each better to thing. do the so, research so we do the research we write the script and then we go there uh shoot it go back home and then we have to edit everything and there's thumbnails you know it takes 
a long it's, time the whole process and it's like yeah. day for day yeah, yeah it's, um, it's a, are you are you just was all this just to get some sympathy sympathy for mr peeping tom i uh, is that the, the, what this episode i think is so I'm, I'm, I'm just i'm just <laughs> thinking like you know it's 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 weird. We you feel know, we feel for you. It might, All of might us feel be for that you, it changes in the future. That I'm like, no, I'm not doing the scripted the scripted things because it's it's it, okay. In one way, it's so much easier to just walk around a house because then you can do it in twenty minutes, basically. Oh, here's the hallway. Uh, as you can see, uh, there's nice lights fixtures, and then we walk on. I to think you the should do room. the script. It's better. I know that you want me to say don't do the script but i think i think it's better if you do the script <laughs> let me know in the comments scripted or not scripted, scripted. What's, what's the best scripted scripted i mean the, maybe people won't even notice the difference i'm not sure but it's just like we notice a difference you and me no no but it's like a, a, a scripted video becomes seven minutes yeah and a non-scripted video uh, is 15. 15 yeah and it's like i mean you could cut it down but yeah but people yeah. don't yeah <laughs> No, I mean, you can, you should try it. Yeah. I mean, it's good to experiment. That's what's always so fun about new projects. That's why we will always keep on coming up with new products is because like that initial phase before it's settled, mm. when you still like experiment, you come up with new ideas, you try stuff, it's so exhilarating and you just, you're so invested. And mm. then as soon as you start to settle, it's more about upkeep. Mm. It loses that like initial shine. Mm. I'm such a newness uh, addict. Yeah. I'm such and, a crazy newness uh, addict. I, I, I'm meeting so many uh, interesting and fun people now as well that are that are like you know have these houses or and stuff. It's like some of them are like just super nice. Yeah. And it's it's uh, I just shot this you know amazing old house in the countryside that's from the 1830s and it was just it's huge and it's weird and it's like just so cool and i'm like oh i've never seen a house like yeah. this and they were like no it's amazing like that, just but. amazing what this job like what kind of places it takes us just like the other day we went to the first event we w we went to since corona oh, oh yeah exactly we, we went to an event yesterday first time in yeah. a year and a half yeah and uh, it's just like you know it's you come to this place and they have spruced it up it looks really nice and and you have these designated personnel that are only there to make sure that you're happy like their only job they're not like serving you drinks or doing anything testing your temperature their, their sole job is to just walk up to you say like are you having a good time can i do anything for you I, please don't miss the live music we have a music quiz later we will have some prizes there's food downstairs there's ice cream over there are you vegan no worries we got you like okay. that's their only job we uh this doesn't happen at every event no this is very rare yeah. and this time it was because it was disney it was so, so upbeat everyone's and like when you came there like, everyone's like hi we're disney did you notice that all us the, and, and have fun tonight and did we were you notice like oh, that Jesus. all the women had the working there had like different types of green dresses oh i thought they all had the same no, it was oh. dif different dresses, but all of them had green dresses because it was like the Raya Dragon um, oh, movie. The Last Dragon, yeah, whatever. Oh, okay, I, I, I guess that was why. Otherwise, I don't know why everyone. Would... I, I saw, I uh, like when we came in, everyone had you know a green summery dress with like small white flowers. Yeah, on but them. they were all different dresses. Oh, really? Different colors, I different I, flowers. I didn't see that. I thought they were all wearing the same thing. I think, yeah, no, it was yeah. it was great. Yeah, it was so great. 
Yeah, nice with uh, the Disney party. I, it's just like, I hate to say that, oh, things are finally getting back to normal because mm. obviously, you know, having vegan ice cream at a Disney party might not, like, it doesn't f- seem normal. But it does, <laughs> it's just... I love going to events. It's one of my favorite things about this job. Uh, 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 fun thing was that all of this was uh, uh, just for their animated movies. Yeah, it, it was. It was for Luca, uh, Raya, and uh, Soul. Soul. Basically. So they had like you know a, a live piano musician playing all the songs from Soul. Yeah. They had like food stands with different like it was. Yeah, it was nice. Things. It was just nice. And I was wearing a nice dress that I hadn't worn before. It, it was like on a rooftop with the sun coming in. I mean, it was just one of those like, <laughs> ah, it's good to be alive. Yeah. It's good um, to be alive. We, we went to Sweden. How was that for you? It was <laughs> so nice. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't, uh, we, had, we had a really nice time, but. Usually when you go on holiday, you're like, oh, I want to relax. Yeah, but this, it wasn't relaxing. Th- this wasn't relaxing no. just because we, you know, so saw so many people and went yeah. from place to place to place to place. Do so. you know what it was? Usually we always like go to Sweden. We will like rent an Airbnb or something so that we have like our own headquarters. And then we will mm. just like go on excursions from that yeah, yeah, yeah. point mm. and just like see people. But we still have like our own place where yeah. we can cook, where we can sleep and whatever. Mm. This time we wanted to save money. Mm. So we just stayed in other people's homes and summer mm. houses and stuff. <laughs> that makes all the difference. <laughs> like when you, when you don't like... When you're never alone, yeah. like after all, the, like this year and a half of like being alone all the time, yeah. you're so unused to just like, you know, relating to people, being in the same room in the vicinity of other bodies. You exactly. know, it's 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 strange to talk to use your mouth that much. Yeah, um, especially like because we talk, you and me, we talk so much all the time, but we're so unfiltered, mm. so that you have to actually think before you speak. I'm so bad at that. Like it's. So I got quite tired from it, just like censoring myself a little bit. Not that I censor myself a lot, but you know, you still have to censor yourself a little bit. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Uh, What what did you think about uh, your book being in good store? (laughs) (laughs) We went to the the vegan store in in Stockholm, a good store. And it's like, oh, it's fun to see Jenny's book, Jenny's cookbook from 2015 is in the their store yeah you reacted you you reacted like david's reaction was like this oh <laughs> it's like, still here <laughs> and i'm like what did you feel sad for it did you like it's we left it here it's all no, I, I felt i felt uh i thought it was fun to see that like a part of us was still in Stockholm, kind mm. of. That it's like, oh, it, oh, the book is still here. It's like it's still alive, kind of. You Did know? you get like sentimental for a simpler time? Was it like you remembering making that cookbook, living, no. living in a summer house with all the spiders, and you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can get nostalgic over that I'm time. Working like three jobs. <laughs> no. Yeah, because like since we had like we we were just starting a career, there wasn't like. That had that hadn't evolved yet. It was still mm. like just you and me making no money, which meant that it was zero responsibilities. We were yeah. so free. We've never been, and we will never be as free as when we had no money and no career. Like that's the freest you can get in a way. Do you know what I mean? We had just enough money to to buy food, and we had someone else's summer house. That that's the that's the freest you can get. I listened to a podcast uh, today with with the, there was an interview with uh, a woman that created. Um, some big brand but she lived uh, for like seven years in a cabin 
with her two kids without electricity Whoa. and or running water uh you know in the late 70s to early 80s wow. uh and you know for seven years like for lived. like political reasons then or and she was like well in the 70s there was like this uh going going back to the land movement yeah kind of yeah so she bought a piece of land and her and her, her husband and the kids they, they lived on four thousand dollars a year basically oh wow uh they were like well we didn't have any expenses you know <laughs> you know i listened to an interview the other day uh this author i don't remember her name now mm. and she's involved in something called like uh climate writing climate writers something mm. like that okay. so like an initiative to like uh, tell people tell writers that they should uh even if they're not writing if they even if they're like writing like a thriller that's not about the environment at all to like put in some kind of like positive climate change thing in their books just to normalize uh, character making like positive choices. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, even if you're writing like a thriller, you're putting in that the main character only buys like, you know, secondhand clothes for for environmental reasons. Yeah. Just putting that in there will like help normalizing that type of behavior. Yeah. So it's a good way to just like influence people. So sorry, wait. Are, sorry, this group uh-huh. are they actively working to influence writers to do this. No, the, or, no or... This, these these are writers that like oh, okay, start these okay, like okay. pop up communities more or less, yeah. where they just like, by the way, why don't we try to? So it's like a mm. community thing, and then like she, if she's so, talking, so it's it's a propaganda group. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess. Can we can we put this into? I mean, all is, the isn't all writing propaganda in <laughs> yeah. one way or okay, another? Okay. Like you know. Anyway, so yeah. she so so she started this initiative, and then like another writer who hears about it might just talk to their writer friends and like mm. you know yeah but she said that she had read well over a hundred books just like actively looking for any type of positive mm. climate choices mm. in the what the, that their characters are doing just mentioning something positive like a positive solution mm. out of well over a hundred mm. she found five Five oh, books really? that have anything with like recycling, electric cars, you know, secondhand shopping or like... Okay. Uh, isn't that strange? Because yeah, you yeah, think y- that y- writers you're, you're, are like, you know, yeah, the most you're, you're liberal, saying it's, it's strange. Uh, I, on the other hand, like, because for 50 years, they've tried to get people excited about uh, the environment. Yeah. And it's, it's not working. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like... Every politician is like, yeah, I'll put something in about the environment because now there are some people that care about it. Yeah. But it's nothing sexy. It's 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 like it's much easier to be on the other side and be like, yeah, we have to stop the gang violence and yeah. stuff. And people are like yeah, writing about true. it and stuff. If you say something about the environment, you're like, oh, I don't care. And this is because when it's about when it's writers it's just like subconscious if they're gonna write if they're gonna say oh i recycled today because they're not gonna say it because they don't even think about it because it's so boring yeah so but (laughs) that's my thesis but i still feel like most of us do something like actively like a choice for to make it the world a better place right when it comes to the environment like Mm. most of us think about like maybe eating meat a bit less or the recycling or whatever Mm. Just turning off the lights before you go, or whatever. Mm. So if you're like, because a, a book is not a movie. A movie is like 
you know, very condensed, very action-packed. But a book has, like, much more of the everydayness, the, mm. the thoughts of the person mm. it's about. Like, it's, it's so, there, you have so much more room. Mm. So I feel like it, it, should, it would be hard to write a book where you don't, like, put in a single thing about, like, their everydayness of, you know... Recycling. Yeah, I mean, like... Or maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. It feels like it should be so obvious to put in something. Yeah, if, you, if you're like, oh, waking up in the morning and drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, like adding something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, maybe it's not. That, but she said like she wasn't just writing, reading fiction. She was reading like nature biographies or like, you know, nonfiction nature books and all about like, you know, appreciating nature, mm. but nothing about climate change. Mm. That that I find even weirder. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like, uh, look at what has be- when has uh, uh, the environment become interesting? Well, it was when everyone started talking about Greta Thunberg and her protest. Yeah. And it's like children protesting. And the thing about that wasn't like, yay, environment. The thing that made headlines there was kind of like, you know, the, the opposition of yeah. like old people are like, they should be in school. <laughs> they <laughs> should. Yeah, th- that was like you that know 90% yeah. of the conversation yeah. in Sweden. And then or 50% and 50% was like uh, hate towards a, a young girl, yeah. like misogyny, basically. Yeah. So, 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 but how do you feel about that, though? In when the environment it comes to... was like over here somewhere, yeah. kind of, unfortunately. <laughs> but, but how do you feel about the the whole concept of like in fiction, in entertainment, putting in like ethical sort of Easter eggs? Uh, I, well, I, I think like that has happened naturally throughout all of cinema i'm thinking yeah i don't, I don't know yeah. because I, and I'm, some I'm, and, and, and more often than not like those opinions mm. are subconsciously mm. put in there mm. like mm. not openly as an as a choice you know like oh yeah, yeah like uh, if you have a movie that's about uh, you know if you look at a, an 80s comedy there's going to be a lot of misogyny in there that isn't like planned but it's still like misogynistic propaganda oh, yeah, yeah exactly and and there's racism and, and whatever and yeah. it's like oh there's going to be less of it now and now in a comedy for example they will even point it out like but i mean that's what i find so scary about it because like all of these unconscious choices mm. that, that are like sexist racist whatever mm. are put into the entertainment that we're like watching or reading every mm. day all the time mm. so we were like just like constantly flooded with all this like you know accidental crap mm. And it forms us as human beings because we model our own behavior after the stories we're told. I mean, that's just fact. Yeah, of, co- so, uh, of course, so, of course. Yeah, f- but fic- I find fiction creates reality. Yes, uh, it's not the other way around. No, like I mean, the other way around as well. But pe- people think that dating is Sex in the City and Friends. Basically. Yes, it's like oh my god, everyone the horror, got their like the their rules of dating from yes. stuff like that, basically. So, so like if you look at it that way, and then you 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 see it as like we we kind of absorb all of this through osmosis all of these like crappy gender roles all of this mm. traditional stuff yeah. that no one even planned to put into mm. us we're still we're still getting it put yeah. into us um 
so much so that like we talk about this a lot that like really like progressive you know female anti-racist super like lefty um storytellers like writers and and uh, filmmakers whatever they still put in these cliches that are like not helpful at all because it's just where the thought goes first like this okay so how do we solve that they fall in love they fall in love because he is like this and she is like that yeah yeah, because because you can't take every uh thing that happens in a movie or a film and like twist and turn it kind of if yeah if so, you're writing so you're just gonna go to the script, you're just gonna go to the, like, the simple solution and yeah, the exactly. simple solution is the one that you've been flooded with one yeah, thing that we talked course. about just yesterday is this cliche of like if you have a woman in a movie or a book or whatever a tv show that's good at something mm. she is a baseball player she is good with guns she is uh, good at cooking she knows how to ice skate or survive in the wilderness whatever she's Mm. like an expert at something Mm. without fault without fault they have to tell us that somewhere down the line when she was taught this it was by a man. Yeah, it was her either father by her father or, or her, her boyfriend. boyfriend. And it's like, it, it happens in every single yeah. one. And, and If e- she's a historian, t- it's because her father was a historian. If she's good with guns, it's because her boyfriend was good with guns. It's yeah. like, without it's, it's, fault. It, it, without when fault. You start, uh, when the audience who are listening to this now, when you start watching movies and thinking about that, like every revenge movie with uh, uh, a female lead is, is always like, Oh, and where did you gain this knowledge to to enact this revenge? It's always from like her dad yeah. or her boyfriend yeah. or something. It's yeah. always from a guy. It's never And they have to it point would, it out. It would be so interesting if one time they're like, "My mom was really good with guns." But then they would point it out and say because she learned from her That's dad. That's true. <laughs> but, 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 but I'm just thinking Alias. Do you remember that uh, TV show Alias with Jennifer Garner, Garner yeah. when she was um, a spy? Mm. Her mother, Lena Olin, Swedish mm. actress, she was like a bad spy, like a oh, okay. Russian yeah. spy okay. or something. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that not a good American spy. But then again, but then again, then again, her dad was the the boss of her little team. Yeah. I think yeah. wasn't he? All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so the mother was the he, bad egg, he, yeah, and the dad probably. he was the all American he he hero. hero. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, no! Even that, the I thought I had one. The, the mom was the Swedish <sighs> Russian. I wonder how many Swedish actors have played Russians on, on like always. in America in Hollywood movies. They always movies. play Russians. <laughs> it's because Swedish people are so uninteresting. Uh, so they want they want to use Swedish actors, but they want them to have like a slight Russian. No, accent. but it's like every time they have to do like a, a, a villain in in an American movie, it's like it, it goes in waves. But it's like okay, uh, now we have Middle Easterns, now we have uh, Russians, and now we have. I don't know, some sort of Eastern European, yeah. some like they have different ones. It would be, or or Chinese even, or something. It would be interesting if they were like, Sweden's the enemy now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, like, yes. <laughs> like, oh, go Sweden. yeah, Sweden has enacted this like plot to <laughs> take down America. I, I don't think it would be interesting because it would be a short film. <laughs> It would just be like Sweden giving up, and that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah, it's probably something like that. Um, yeah, um, that was fun. Yeah. I, I think it's time for a little break. Let's take uh, a break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Refresh our yes. coffee. Yes. 
Also, a big thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring us today. Yes, thank you to BetterHelp. If there is something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals, then BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can connect with professional counselors in a safe and private online environment. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. And just like now when autumn is coming in, I feel like every autumn is the time to sort of take care of yourself and like really progress in your own like journey. Yeah when better exactly exactly so join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health and you can get 10% of your first month with discount code the mustards so why not get started today go to betterhelp.com slash the mustards and join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health yeah guys take care of yourselves yes. and thank you to better help thank you and we are back. And we are back. And David mm. hogged all the coffee. So here I am, not refreshed at all. I just have a slurp, le- a tiny slurp left. I have, I have some. Do You can have some of mine. You have milk in yours. Yeah. Yeah. Soy milk. Mm. No, oat milk. Yeah. Um, we were talking about Sweden before yes. we went on a tangent. Yes, exactly. So you, okay. Do you prefer having these type of vacations when you go to Sweden, you meet all of the people you haven't met in a long time and you go around, you do stuff and you like experience, I mean, you're social, or do you prefer like cabin in the woods, listening to birdsong, swimming in the lake, that's it? Uh, cabin in the woods, listening to bird songs, uh, songs, <laughs> the whole album. Well, uh, just because like, Okay, now we had been in a pandemic and just been sitting at home and stuff for a long time, but... Yeah, so I feel like this year we wanted it to be like, yeah. see stuff and see people yeah, and be but social. but usually it's like, I need to turn off. But we can still do that this... I'm thinking we can still do that this autumn. Yeah. Just like, have a take a week where we just like, chill out after yeah. like a really intense period because we're yeah. working really hard now. Yeah. I have to say though, like... I talk about this a lot. Like every time we go on holiday, mm. you get like a break from your everydayness, and that means that you get perspective on your life. Yep. So after we go on holiday, you and me, we always talk about okay, what perspective did we gain? Like what do we want to change about our mm. own life? Like what's not working or what is working really well, and we want to keep doing. Like we just get like a a fresh look. Yeah. You know, like it's it's like when you go on holiday, it's like an amuse bouche. You know, you so, cleanse your palate. Yeah. Of course. So when you come back you, ha- you and you take a bite of your own life, you can really taste it. Yeah. You're not like used to it. Yeah. So it's like a really refreshing thing to do. Yeah. This year though, mm-hmm. I did not gain perspective on my life. You gained perspective on Swedes. I, yeah, that was the biggest lesson I learned this year was like, whoa, an epiphany epiphany about Swedish people. (laughs) Are you in for it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. Basically, what I like just going like this intensely meeting people in Sweden and watching a lot of Swedish TV, Swedish movies, just being Mm -hmm. totally immersed in Swedish culture for two and a half weeks. I've noticed a phenomena. Yeah. Phenomenon. Yeah. Let, let, Let me know. The phenomenon is, is <laughs> the phenomenon is that Swedish culture is based on I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here and say that it's mm. based on mm. the serious talk. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Uh-huh. And and we talked before about like how uh in Swedish interviews, if uh if there's someone who's like, I just won the gold medal in the Olympics, mm-hmm. the Swedish interviewers are like 
So rough childhood? Yeah. Did you have a rough... Or like, how hard is it to leave your kids at home every time you go and train? Yeah. It's like... It, it, it's, it's so it's dark. Never, it's, it's so dark. It can never be like lighthearted and like, hey, great. Yeah. This was fun. Good job. Yeah, exactly. There <laughs> always needs to be this balance. So if someone has done something good, you always have to bring them down a little bit. Yeah. Like we talked about this before. Yeah. It's, it's just ingrained. What, what have you noticed now? This, what this I've is, noticed. This is a, a, a continuation almost yes. on that. Yeah. Yes, this is... Like, I feel like we have crystallized what it is. Yes. I found the truth to Swedish culture. Yeah. And it is that Swedes always go... You know, like dogs, they go for the butt. Yeah. Swedes... <laughs> Swedes, they go for the darkness. So when you see someone you haven't seen in a while, a friend or a family member, or when you watch interviews on TV or whatever, hmm. it's always about like, no, let's talk seriously. Yeah. Let's, let's get in there. Let's find out what's important and essential and deep yeah. and it's, aching it's, you, and bruising. You know, the, the, uh, the morning shows yeah. with, with news and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the, the morning couch, a couple of people sitting there discussing something. And it always has to become really dark. Serious. Like every, every interview. So serious. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, for example, like, I feel like Swedish people feel like they're not close to each other. Or then they're not like making the most out of the conversation yeah. unless they hit something aching, unless they hit something deep and dark. Uh, and I think like, I'm, you know, you and me, we talk so much. It's not like you'd be shy away from talking about important stuff. Yeah. We have like amazing long conversations about complicated stuff. Mm. We love talking about stuff like that, like mm. human nature and blah, blah, blah. But we do it in a very lighthearted way. Yeah. Like we laugh. Yeah. We laugh when we're talking. Yeah. And of course we talk about dark stuff as well mm. and we can have like really depressing conversations as well. But we would never go there on purpose. Yeah. That's if it's like, you know, essential for one of us to yeah. like bring something up. We would never choose it. Yeah. But Swedes... They, like, sniff it out. Well, the thing is, uh, we noticed that there's even a whole genre of television <laughs> for, that, that has emerged in Sweden for this. And, okay, so... The, the, it sounds so bad when we talk about it, no, doesn't but, it? But, but the genre is uh, celebrities uh, meeting up somewhere and discussing... Their hardships. The, yeah, exactly. Mm. Like... There's struggles. Real, real talk. Real basically. talk. And it's like, it started with, I want to say it started with like, there's this music show, So so Mycket Bättre, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, a lot of musicians, they're, they're singing each other's songs. Like and famous talking musicians. around the dinner yeah, table. Yeah, and then talking around the dinner table. And it always becomes really deep and hard-hitting questions. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they did another one that was like, celebrities in the castle. And it's like... These put celebrities in the castle yeah, and let them for, talk about dark yeah, stuff. Yeah, they hang around there for three days yeah. or something. And, uh, you know, it might be six people or something you know like young people old people and it's like swedish celebrities yeah. and they have to discuss like all the hardships in their life and, and stuff like that and we and know we there's know two this. more shows now this, they, just, they, just, they just keep on doing like celebrities talking and then yeah, and then even like one of my favorite shows <laughs> like every summer there's this show where this this guy called Ansht. he's like this old man and he goes to like a cabin somewhere and he renovates it so it's like a renovation house interior like cooking show when he just hangs out in like the Swedish countryside and renovates a home yeah. very cozy very summery yeah. like quintessential Swedish summer yeah. so I sit down and I'm like oh I'm gonna watch it this year yeah. again and now they're starting doing like every episode they're taking a celebrity to like help you know paint a plank or chop a tomato mm. 
so that Ange can ask them deep probing questions about the struggles. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Enough with the celebrities and their struggles. Like, I don't want to... What's fun about yeah. this? It's just it, depressing. It's like, it doesn't matter that, it, that it's celebrities or anything. Like, it's... It, yeah, it could it, be your yeah. friends or your, exactly. it could be, like, but, anyone. But this genre of television, because we were like... Because you <laughs> brought this up when we were in Sweden. And then we kind of, like, saw more, like, every ad on television for a new show was like oh another show another with ce- celebrities yeah. oh this guy yeah. he's inviting people to his home for dinners and yeah. oh this other person is inviting people home for for, for dinner all these celebrities yeah. and they sit there and okay yeah so back in 2007 you had some problems with drugs right and, and, and i noticed that myself like when socializing with swedes it becomes like a game of evasion i'm just trying to evade like oh, please, like please don't please don't ask me like about like all the hard stuff in my life i don't want to talk about it can we just have fun you yeah. know but i remember when we moved to london when we left stockholm back in 2010 and moved to london yeah. i felt so disoriented hanging out with british people mm. Because whenever we would go out like with British friends and being like a group of British people afterwards, I would feel so flaky. Like I would feel so light, you know, like we haven't touched on anything. They don't know me at all. No one asked me a single serious question the whole evening. Like, who are these people? Yeah. I don't know them. Yeah, so I, I would say the Swedes, uh, like the, the British are completely opposite yeah. from, from Swedes in that way. Because Swedes are very reserved, but still there's this like serious talk situation. But uh, with British people, British people are like, anecdotes let's 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 keep let's keep it up here let's yeah. not dig deep into anything yeah. in life let's just keep it up here and like not know any any like don't no ask anything personal about anyone like i don't even know like some of my british friends like what their parents work with or like it's just like <laughs> so light and i feel like we have really changed our perception on this mm. so now we are like super light i mean we're still having that swedish probiness about us that we are very curious and ask personal questions but yeah. we we stay away from darkness. Yeah. We're really like, like when we talk to each other as well, we're mm. like so laughy. Yeah. Everything is quite laughy. Even yeah. when we talk about dark stuff, we do it in like a humoristic way, which I feel like is a Britishness that we kind of adopted. Probably. So I listened to this uh, interview. I'm not going to say who with because... Uh, a Swedish interview? No. On a podcast? No. What was the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it was a British person interviewing an American. Okay. I always like i i'm always curious in this dynamic mm. it's fine if it's an american interviewing a british person mm. but if it's a british person interviewing an american it usually becomes quite awkward okay yeah so i can see that so if we're talking about like communication culture mm. or like conversation culture mm. british and americans don't really mesh well yeah. Because if you have an interviewer talking to someone who's done something great, mm. like say that you're talking to, uh, so like the, the uh, interview I listened to, it was a guy interviewing another guy who is an American, like working in TV. Mm. And like, oh, you worked in all, all these shows and you're in TV, blah, blah, blah. And the interviewer comes in with like this energy of like, I'm going to lift you up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like puff the, you. The British interviewer. Yeah, you okay. know, like, oh, you're amazing at this, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm so impressed mm-hmm. with you by this, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, you, like the interviewer's job usually is. Yeah. And then the interviewee's job mm-hmm. is to be like, oh no, not me. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my god, I feel so humble. You know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that doesn't really happen when there's a British person interviewing an American because oh, obviously that doesn't happen. Then. No, oh, okay, because okay. I mean mm. it can. Mm. I'm I'm extremely general. Mm. All of this is mm. like extreme generalizations. Don't, saying, don't come at me. Saying don't it's come at not me. Not always like this. Are you saying that you're generalizing yes. about stuff? How I'm dare saying you? I'm saying not all Americans, not all Swedes, <laughs> not all Brits. Oh my god! How but dare you? I'm saying like if if Swedes go for the go for the darkness yeah. british people they their whole conversation culture is to stay clear of of being too serious or being vulgar yeah so they're very like self-deprecating mm. uh, and then you have americans who in general are taught to be like their own pr yeah so very confident um... very confident and like not ashamed to say what they're good at and also seeing like my job is to be pee off myself so because I then will get ahead in life if I puff myself up. Yeah. You know what I mean? In general. And this was to this conversation was to the extreme. Yeah. Because this American man who was interviewed was so confident and so cocky that the conversation became really cringe. Okay. Because the the British interviewer kind of stumbled and like because he was so like used to, you know, saying nice stuff and being impressed. But this guy went so overboard with doing his own PR that the British guy was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Like, I like, can't. Like, you have to dial it back. Now. Yes, and, like, I, can't, I can't, like, I can't keep saying nice things about you because you're doing it too much yourself already. Oh, so it's okay. like yeah, so yeah. awkward for a British person. It's like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, you could tell like how awkward the... Basically, this this American guy said like he had more or less created the Marvel universe, more or less created the five act structure in TV. Every every like showrunner calls him like, "How can I fix my show?" Like the Lost showrunner and like the the the, the the Wire showrunner is like oh, okay. all because of him. Okay. TV rests on his shoulders. Yeah. So he was like, "Who was this bro? We can no, I, I, this I'm not going to tell say who it was, but. <laughs> But it, it was just like listening to it. It was a joy to listen to because just their dynamic was so culturally off. Yeah. So I'm wondering now, if you have the dark Swede, mm. right? And you have the self-deprecating Brit mm. and you have the do-your-own-PR American. Mm. If you have that as like a culture in a way that it becomes... Like Swedish, Swedish people listening to this, they, they will be annoyed with us because they won't see it. You yeah. have to get leave the culture to see it. Yeah. The same with Brits, oh, we, the same we, with Americans. Yeah, of course. When you leave your culture, that's when you that's start when you seeing s- yeah. a lot of differences, basically. Things that you think are universal, when you leave your culture, you realize, oh, no, actually, it was just my country. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, 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 I'm thinking that a lot of people listening, a lot of Americans, British people and Swedish people think that we exaggerate and like... Because they, you can't see it if you're in no, it. No, no, this is 100% true. Accurate. There we is, have done the research. Yeah, exactly. Serious journalism, yes, all of the above. Exactly. No, but but uh, of course, like this is in general. But but if we if we accept that these cultural differences, uh, like if we if we if we just have this a theory yeah. right now that that I am correct in in my analysis. Of course you are. I'm wondering if you brought up in a conversational culture that is self-deprecating, for example. How does that affect your whole, like, experience of living? Like, the the actual conversation culture, the way we talk, the questions we ask each other, the way we, we either bring each other up or bring each other down, how much does that shape how we see ourselves mm. and how we view the world? Mm. Like, for example, 
when we were living in Sweden and when we were always going for the dock, mm. because I'm guessing that we went for the dock just, I'm, I know I did mm. just as much as anyone when yeah. we lived in Sweden. Probably not me, but yeah. Yeah. You. But, but you didn't notice it, right? Until you left. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice it until <laughs> this summer. <laughs> so I'm wondering now, like when we are brought out of that as Swedish people, put in like a very light, uh, non-vulgar British conversation culture oh. and it affects the way we speak to each other in Swedish even mm. I'm wondering is that a reason why we are so much fucking happier than when we lived in Sweden like is this is the conversation culture of your country does that affect your whole mental health and like the way you see yourself like i'm so much more Wouldn't confident Americans now Americans be super happy then because they're just like hey how's, how's it going but aren't <laughs> they aren't they no are, are, they, are they happy all the all the studies ever are yeah. saying like yeah it's the scandinavian countries that are uh on top of the the happiness scale yeah, but Even isn't, isn't that we more don't like, seem that happy? It's like when yeah. you go to Spain, yeah. it seems like a better I, but life. But that, that depends on. I think that depends on. I think that depends on what you, what you're looking at, yeah. right? Because, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. on the other hand, if everyone it's self-reporting if we're as well, saying, I think. Sorry, I think it's self-reporting, yeah, which is weird probably. though, because Swedes are so self-deprecating, so they would would say, "Oh, Sweden's shit." Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, that's they, true. Oh, like, no, we're, we're we're in the middle. We would be in the middle. Not yes. bad, not good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's if, okay. But I'm I'm wondering, like, if you have uh, a a culture like in the US where you do your own PR, mm. doesn't that mean that no one else does your PR? Because you're already like your job. The dynamic is I do my PR, you do your PR. Mm. But for Brits, it's like I do your PR, you do my PR. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And the Swedes are like, I'm gonna bring you down. If you're up, I'm going to bring you down. But if you're down, I'm going to bring you up. Yeah, I'm going to put you I in the know. middle. You're always going to be in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering, like, how, you know, how how does that affect how we view ourselves and and other people? Yeah. Because I I now see people as general generally quite happy. But when mm. I go to Sweden, I'm like, whoa, it's dark. <laughs> whoa, whoa, this is dark. And I'm sure it's not like everyone walks around with dark thoughts all the time, but it's no. just like the conversation is so serious. Yeah. It's yeah. like, lighten up, dude. Yeah. Lighten up. They, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, they, they don't see it that way. But I I wonder if our Swedish audience would say that they see it that way. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, They're yeah. going to come at us. Exactly. And we haven't even started on the Finnish people yet. You know oh how they yeah. are. Oh they are <laughs> depressed. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it for this uh, episode. We will be back uh, next week, uh, as usual, and uh, have a lovely week. Uh, I miss out... Sweden now. I want to go back. Yeah, check out uh, the, um, uh, the 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 house tour channel. We're trying to reach uh, fifteen thousand subscribers there. How many uh, do you have today? Uh, maybe fourteen. Something. Oh really? Yeah. So, Growing yeah. a lot, so, yeah. dude. So, so, so we're getting nice. there. Fifteen thousand subscribers. Go help us out. Yeah, go help us. Uh, and... Tell your friends. And see you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.